Hello, everyone. Are you ready to hear a story? Great. But first, I'd like to thank all the people who have pledged a small amount by going to bedtime.fm slash support. I'd like to thank Chris Judd, Cindy Mack, Matt Garson, Lisa Villard, Aaron Wheeler, and Willie Ford. Thank you so much. You helped to keep Storytime running. And if you'd like to help, you could go to bedtime.fm slash storytime slash support. It's almost time for Christmas. Some places are really hot and sunny. Not at all cold and wintry like it is for me. One of those places is Australia. And this story, Best Christmas Ever, was written and narrated by Jess Judd. I hope you like it. Best Christmas Ever by Jess Judd Riley was super excited. It was almost December, which meant that it was almost Christmas. He'd started to look through the toy catalogues that came in the mail, making lists and lists of all the things he was going to ask for for Christmas. At school, he and his friends sat around talking about the toys that they wanted to get. I want a new bike, said Becky. I want a Star Wars Lego set, James cried, before jumping up and doing his best fighting Jedi impersonation. Well, I want a trampoline. They are so much fun to jump on, announced Ella. That's nothing, Riley smiled. I've asked for the brand new Avengers set. They have Hulk, Thor, Captain America and Iron Man. What about you, Tom? What have you asked for for Christmas? Everyone turned to look at Tom, who was sitting at the end of their table. Tom didn't look up from his lunch. He just shrugged. What? You haven't asked for anything? questioned Becky. Tom shook his head. Riley couldn't believe it. Who wouldn't ask for toys for Christmas? That night, when getting ready for bed, Riley was talking to his mother about his day at school. Hey, Mum, do you know Tom said he hasn't asked for anything for Christmas? How crazy is that? Everyone wants something for Christmas. Isn't that what it's all about anyway? Riley's mother stopped tucking in his sheets and looked at her son. Riley, she said softly, do you remember earlier this year when we heard about how one of the big mining companies had closed? Yes, Riley replied. I remember, because you and Dad were so worried that it was his company. I remember Dad being really worried that he wouldn't have a job anymore. That's right, his mother nodded. Now, thankfully, it wasn't Daddy's company that closed, but Tom's family wasn't so lucky. His Daddy hasn't had a job for a few months now, so the reason Tom hasn't asked for anything for Christmas might be because he knows his parents might not have very much money to spend on presents this year. Oh, said Riley quietly. His mother kissed him goodnight and left the room, but it was a long time before Riley could get to sleep. Over the next few weeks, Riley watched Tom at school. He noticed that Tom's hair looked a little funny, like maybe his mum had cut his hair instead of a hairdresser. He noticed that all Tom ever had in his lunchbox was one sandwich and one piece of fruit. There was never anything interesting like Lunchables or Tiny Teddy Biscuits or even chips. 
he noticed that Tom's mum didn't pick him up in their car anymore. Now, his dad would walk down to the school and pick Tom up after school. December slowly rolled by, the weather getting hotter and hotter. Finally, the last day of school had arrived. Riley was about to head out the gates with his mum when he noticed Tom, his dad, and Tom's younger sister leaving the school grounds. Wait, mum, Riley exclaimed. His mum looked at him. Can we give Tom and his family a lift home? They walk home, and it's so hot today. It might be nice if we take them. Riley's mum smiled at him and agreed. They jumped in the car and drove back around the corner to where Tom and his family were walking, looking very hot indeed. Riley's mum pulled the car over. Tom! Riley shouted as he jumped out of the car. Want a lift? Tom looked at his father. That would be great, he said thankfully. The kids all bundled in the back seat and Tom's dad sat in front, directing them where to go. As they drove, Riley couldn't believe how far Tom and his family walked just to get to school. It was only about five minutes or so in the car, but it would take a long time to walk. As they waved goodbye to Tom's very thankful family and drove away, Riley was very quiet. You tired, love? asked his mum. Riley just nodded. He wasn't tired, but he did feel bad for Tom and his family. Riley couldn't stop thinking about Tom over the next few days. He and his mum baked so many Christmas cookies and cupcakes that their house was starting to look like a bakery. Finally, it was Christmas Eve, and Riley forgot about Tom for a little while. He was too excited. He and his family went out looking at the streets with houses all dressed up in Christmas lights. They came home and had ice-cold chocolate milkshakes with Christmas cookies. Then Riley kissed his parents goodnight and climbed into bed. Laying there in the dark, he started thinking about Tom and his family again. He wondered what they had done tonight. If they had been out to look at lights or had Christmas cookies, he fell asleep feeling sad and not knowing what to do about it. Christmas morning was bright and sunny. Riley jumped out of bed and raced downstairs to the Christmas tree. His mum was already up making coffee. Merry Christmas, he shouted as he flung his arms around her waist. Merry Christmas, love, she smiled, ruffling his hair. Go wake your father up and tell him there's coffee and presents down here. Riley bounced up the stairs two at a time, woke up his dad with a loud, Merry Christmas, and dragged him downstairs to the lounge room. His mum brought the coffee in and sat down. Riley gave his parents the presents he had gotten them first and then tore into his. He had gotten so much good stuff this year. His grandma had sent him a new pack of comics. His uncle had sent him a new computer game. He got new clothes, a board game, a new bag and a stocking full of lollies and chocolate. Finally, he picked up the last present under the tree. Making an excited noise, he ripped the wrapping off as quickly as he could. There they were, the Avengers. He couldn't believe he'd actually gotten them. Suddenly, Riley felt sad. He put the box down in front of him and frowned. 
What's up, mate? His dad asked. Riley looked up. Dad, I know this is what I asked for, and I really love it, but... He stopped. His parents looked confused. Do you not want it anymore, love? His mum sat next to him. A small tear leaked out of the corner of Riley's eye and slowly rolled down his cheek. Mum, I can't stop thinking about Tom and his family. I know they don't have money for treats for school, and they have to walk to school now, not drive, and it's so far. And last night, we got to go and see the lights and have milkshakes and cookies, and and I don't think they get to have things like that. I know it will probably ruin our Christmas, but I, I have something to ask you. Riley's dad joined them on the floor. Sure thing, mate. What do you want? He put his arm around Riley's shoulder. Riley took a deep breath (gasps) and then spoke very quickly. I I thought that maybe we could take some of our cookies and cupcakes around to Tom's place. We know where they live now because we gave them a lift home from school. I think if it's okay with you, I I I will give Tom my new Avengers set. I do love it, but I think Tom will love it even more. He couldn't look at his parents. He knew they would be annoyed. Suddenly, both his parents grabbed him and hugged him at the same time, hard. Oh, Riley, I think that is a brilliant idea, his mum said, smiling with tears in her eyes. I think I might even have something that we can give his little sister too. So Riley and his dad packed up a whole box full of cookies and cupcakes and rewrapped his present while his mum pulled a present out to give Tom's sister. They packed everything into the car and drove round to Tom's house. When they knocked on the door, Tom answered, looking a little confused. Merry Christmas! This is for you, said Riley as he thrust the present into Tom's hands. Tom's parents came to the door and spoke with Riley's. The grown-ups moved into the kitchen, but Riley waited for Tom to open his present. Tom slowly pulled the wrapping paper off the present and let it fall to the floor. Your Avengers set, he whispered. This is the one thing you wanted for Christmas. Yeah, but I want you to have it, Riley smiled. Want to come play with them, Tom asked. Riley nodded. He felt like maybe this was the best Christmas ever. Instead of thinking about himself at Christmas, he chose to help somebody else. Somebody who wouldn't have had a Christmas like his if he hadn't have helped. Perhaps we should all go and help somebody this Christmas. We've been getting a ton of reviews and I didn't have time to record them on the last story. So please bear with me whilst I read through all of these. This one by Elsie and Fleur's mummy says, Wonderful bedtime stories. My two daughters, Elsie and Fleur, love these stories at bedtime. Beautifully narrated, and work a treat at getting my two off to sleep. Keep them coming. And this one from M. Crabbucken from the United Kingdom says, Amazing stories. My daughter, India Rose, adores your stories. The storyteller's voice is so soothing and it helps us have a chilled out bedtime. We listen every night from Scotland, UK. Love Mum, Emma, Dad, Craig, 
and your biggest fan, India Rose, age four. Hello, India Rose. And this one from Joppo Hoyo, interesting name, from the United Kingdom says, best way to fall asleep. My name is Freddie, and I am six years old. I live in Newcastle upon Time in England. Me and my dad love listening to your stories before bed. It's my favourite time of day. Thank you, Freddie. And we've got one from the United States of America by Homeschool Jess, which says, Stories for busy hands. My daughters Rosie, six, and Amber, four, love these stories. They listen together with me while we knot, embroider, and crochet together. Thank you for lovely selections. Isn't that nice? Listening to story time and doing crafts together as a family. And this last one from United States of America says, Thank you from Sage. My son Sage and I love the podcast. He wanted to leave this review. I love the spooky ones like Katie the Ghost Hunter. I'm four and a half, and I thank you very much for all the stories, especially the spooky ones. Please get some more going. Sage William Fox of New York, and his dad Aaron. Whew, that was a lot. If you'd like to leave a review, you can go to bedtime.fm slash storytime slash subscribe and subscribe on your phone, tablet or PC. Or you can go to the Facebook page at bedtime.fm slash Facebook. See you next time.